John, Ugh. Anna. Okay. Avery, uh, John. So comrades. Y- yeah. Hello, comrades. fellow comrades. We're we're doing yes. a thing that we don't always do, but we've decided uh, is important because uh, last week was a heavy episode, and y'all deserve things that aren't heavy all the time. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes we can just enjoy. Um, hey, 1950s we Russia. deserve things. We deserve things that aren't. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, like the death of Stalin. I'm very. Yeah, we deserve to have. <laughs> I'm very strong. You're very strong. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Good for you. So things that are heavy, not not an issue for me, because mm-hmm. I'm very strong. Oh yeah, so, so you've been doing those emotional deadlifts. I I got you. Yeah, I have so many emotional muscles. Um, good for you. But yeah, uh, this week, comrades, we will be we will be discussing the uh, 2017 film Death of Stalin or the Death of Stalin, starring a fucking crazy list of people. Crazy list of people: Steve Buscemi, Jason Isaacs, Simon Russell Beale. Adrian McLaughlin, Jeffrey Tambor, Michael Palin, uh, Rupert Friend, Andrea Risenborough, and a bunch of people whose names I don't recognize. Yeah, uh, starring a lot of people. Um, and yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I guess we got to start at the. Be- I guess we got to start at the beginning. Yeah. Um, so, so the beginning of the Soviet Union starts like this. All right, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. Um, uh, the beginning of this movie starts with a piano concert. Yeah, a concerto. Uh, so I, I love this setup so much. Of like, yeah, it's a good setup. Around the end of, so I, I'm, I'm gonna be fully honest here. Just mm-hmm. be completely honest i don't know much about history in general especially not foreign history the only thing i know about russian history is that rasputin was a fucking witch that lenin left a crazy legacy and stalin left an even crazier legacy and that's literally like other than like i don't know the fucking iron curtain which was in germany Mm. i like literally don't even i don't know anything beyond that However, Lenin, Lenin uh, you can finish your point, but I have a thing to say about Lenin that I think is really funny. Yep. Um, please, please, please. No, you can fi- finish what you were saying. Okay, I, I was just going to say that, like, I, I, and <clears throat> this movie paints a very good, I mean, it's obviously, you know, it's all parodied, like, a comedic retelling, um, and so some of the details are different, but it, it really paints this beautiful image of, like, yeah, hey, like, the last few years of Stalin's life were just him throwing swaths of people into prisons and having them killed. Like it, it, like it was so casual that like everybody knew about it and everyone was terrified of it. It's called the great terror for a reason. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> the thing that I was going to say is, um, so first of all, uh, um, I don't, I don't love Lenin, but Lenin is, in my book, a homie. Um, and yeah. everybody um, loves Lenin. The fi- my f- my favorite thing about Lenin is um, 
uh, basically, like, the, the central committee was just like, hey, Lenin, uh, who should be the next, like, uh, uh, like, leader of the Soviet Union? And Lenin was just like, uh, fuck all of you, and then died. Um, and just, what a, what <laughs> yeah. an absolute Sigma move. That is, it, yeah, dude, Lenin was fucking crazy. <laughs> um, I think Lenin was a Sigma male. And here are 10,000 um, reasons why. um but yeah so this movie starts off very very tense um the first like literally the first thing we see is uh, a it's a like a a, yeah it's a concert hall and there's uh i guess he's like a radio guy what are the what are they they're like radio technicians i mean they're uh they're engineers that's the answer they're radio engineers Um, I know this. And they and and they get a call and they're like, "Oh fuck, it's Stalin. He he wants us to call back in 17 minutes." And and they're just like, "Oh god, before, oh god, oh god." Before I'm we so even afraid. get to that before we even get to that call. And it's not not just, "Oh, I'm so afraid." No, no, no. It's the minutia of every second is so fucking important. Um and it leads to one of my favorite parts in the movie and we'll get there. Um but yeah, he's like He's like, he said to call him back in in, 15, in 17 minutes. Is that 17 minutes from when you picked up the call or from when you hung up? It's from six, 17 minutes when I said 17 minutes. How long ago was that? I don't know, like 30 seconds ago? A minute. A minute? A minute. Uh, you don't sound I, sure. And like this this whole thing goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Um, I think eventually, this, I mean, this back and forth really does a very good job of um, uh, showing you how absolutely terrified everybody's waking moment is yes of like yes exactly uh if i if i if i fail this man i'm right i'm dead dead. if i if i fail this guy my family's dead if i fail this guy who knows by the way uh can i say very quickly um uh john posted the the gif of um, of Lenin from The Simpsons uh, smashing out of his <laughs> yes. glass sarcophagus. Um, I thought that that was a joke and wasn't aware that uh, the body of Lenin nope. is actually in... Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I had Both no of them, idea. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Stalin and Lenin were buried basically the same way. Lenin's body is preserved in a fucking metro station. Like... Um, that's actually, like... Uh... Russian mummification and like that's uh, that's a that's a that's leftover from the fucking uh it's it's from the czarist tradition there there is yeah. a czarist tradition of like um certain uh royal like people from the Romanov royal line uh are were like mummified and interred in glass coffins um yeah i mean that's that's kind of a big reason why i think that like Russian communism is so fucked up um, is because that they were like, yes, they were, they, you know, they were trying to be socialist. They were trying to like create communism, but at the same time, like Lenin, both like Lenin, Stalin and everyone that followed was just fucking, they were just like (laughs) socialist patriots, which like (laughs) modern socialist patriots suck. And like, (laughs) so, I mean, the thing is that, like, uh, I, I know we don't get too much into, like, theory because I'm dog shit at it and I don't read. Um, 
but like uh, here's the thing there's one person in this call right now who has read any theory and it's not me and it's not john yeah but, but the thing is that like hi marx was like you need you, you need a capitalist society to have a communist revolution and russia said hold my beer and like leapfrogged from being a feudal Feudalist. society that was at the like that, that, that was basically still in the 16th century in yeah. the 1800s yeah um yeah. while the rest of europe was like dude we figured out electricity uh yeah, and russia's like ah, i don't know about and, that and yeah here's electricity and guns and russia's just like we're still Farming. I mean, Russia's Mark, like, <laughs> we invented the roller coaster. Isn't that cool? Marx had yeah. a lot of things to say. And I mean, like one of the things that Marx said is that uh, eventually capitalism is doomed to fail due to internal contradictions. And uh, right. we've had lots of, you know, um, we've had a lot of contradictions. We've had a lot of failures of capitalism and it's still here. So I, mm. I'm inclined in a way to disagree and think that like we do need uh, I, I kind of think that we do need a vanguard and we do need a, um, like an actual, like armed insurrection well, and it's not going to be, here's the thing, us. here's the thing. It, what I think he means by that is it's doomed to fail. Not because it, it not because, uh, uh, it's just going to fail on its own. It's doomed to fail because eventually, no, no. Mark says literally, uh, like if you want, uh, like the communist revolution, all you have to do is wait. That's what Marx oh. be- Marx believed. Hmm. Marx right. also well. believed that, hey, bro, can you lend me tw- uh, can you lend me a simple five hundred dollars? I mean, uh, two hundred thousand dollars USD today. Uh, so <laughs> Engels, uh, Engels was the original today. sugar daddy. Uh, anyway, 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 Angle subbing to Marx's OnlyFans real hard. We are, um, we have, we have a whole movie to get through. Yeah, no, we have, we have. A whole I don't movie want to, but, to but, go I, to do the normal thing that we do of like going scene. Oh no, by no, no. Scene I, I just, movie. I, I don't want to go scene by scene. I just want to build up to this this moment that I love so much. It's my favorite moment in the movie. Um, basically, they call back and Stalin's like, "I want a recording." Well, they weren't recording, so like a bunch of people leave. They have to bring them back. The the fucking uh, uh, what's the the conductor knocks himself out on the fucking fire bucket, and um, uh, they uh, like. Well, we we should to... also say that while all of this is happening, uh, the nightly list has gone out. Oh yeah, yeah, the nightly list of people to go to the gulags and the people to be shot has gone out. Uh, and, and yeah, so uh, Lavretti, uh, Lavrenti, uh, Biera has basically like shipped out the lists and. People are being rounded up, doors are being knocked on, yeah. and a man is woken up in the middle of the night. And he's the he's the conductor. Um, he gets he gets dragged down. They redo it, and they're like, "Hey, Comrade Stalin wanted to record this, and it wasn't recorded for a bunch of fucking reasons. So we're gonna fucking record it, and we're gonna fucking clap, and that's that." And the uh, the pianist is like, "I'm not gonna fucking do it," and so he pays her twenty thousand rubles to do it. Yada, yada, yada. They record the thing, and uh, he's, like, panicking. He puts it in a slipcover. He hands it to the officer. He's like, here you go. This is for Comrade Stalin. Sorry. And, um, yeah, they're like, everyone, even the soldiers now, are obsessed with this minutia of, like, you're late. This will be noted. The time will be noted. 
the pianist hands them a note, puts that into the jacket of the uh, of the record. All leading up to my favorite moment in the whole fucking movie, where this they walk into the uh, what's the building called? The blue building Dasha. that Stalin lives in. Dasha. The Dasha. They go to the Dasha. They go to the Dasha, and um, he walks through. And he <laughs> knocks on the door, and Stalin goes, "Fuck took you so long. You fucking walk here." And he snatches it out of his hand. He doesn't give a shit. It's like it's like it's like my favorite part of the whole fucking movie is just all every single person involved is stressed and worried about the minutia, and Stalin just grabs the fucking thing, puts it on the turntable, and doesn't give it a second thought. And I mean um, the the other the other thing is that uh, at the same time, like uh, Stalin has his central committee who are just the boys. Yeah, he, he's uh, got his Khrushchev, committee of boys. Khrushchev, Melenkov, and is it Molotov? Is there right, or is it or is it Mikiam? No, Mikiyam is later. Um, I wrote no, no, no. down Mo- all the names uh, because I'm Mo- Molotov is there because uh, <laughs> because Vieira says yeah, yes, yes, yes. Forever. He's next. He's uh, next. Yeah. He's next. Yeah. Khrushchev. Um, and uh, I, I mean, I, I think a great moment in in that scene is, uh, but besides the jovial joy of Steve Buscemi uh, putting on a fat suit and kind of just being like, "Hey, I'm here." All these British guys. About- Talking about shoving a fucking grenade down somebody's throat. Um, well, yeah, talking about the wanton cruelty of like uh, <laughs> the World War II era Russia, of just like, yeah. yep, I, this is how you can, this is how you you entertain yourselves <laughs> and keep yourselves warm. You just you 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 play hot potato with a live grenade and toss yeah. it at a bunch of uh, POWs. Yeah. So um, we and then. And then Stalin, then, uh, Stalin reads this note, reads this note, which is basically like, fuck you, Stalin, you killed my family. And he fucking passes out and well, he pisses laughs. himself. He, he, yeah, he, he laughs. laughs. He laughs at it so hard that he, that he passes dies. out. He doesn't die. No, that's, that's the important aneurysm. thing. He has an aneurysm. Um, and um, this is where we meet the people that are, we're going to follow for the rest of the movie. And it's Khrushchev. Um, who is Steve Buscemi? Does a great job. It's uh, Beria. Uh, I have the cast list right in front of me. Sorry. God damn you, Google. You have failed me. Uh, it's yeah. It's Simon Russell Beale's Biera. Um, yeah. Rupert Find as. Uh, wait, no. He he shows up later. Sorry. Um, uh, it's so Adrian McLaughlin plays uh, Stalin, and he's just very funny. Steve Buscemi is Khrushchev. Um, Simon Russell Beale is Maria. Jeffrey Tambor is Milenko. Uh, Michael Pollan is, I believe, Molotov? Yes. Uh, uh, Paul Shahi is Buganan. And Paul Whitehouse is Mikiyam. Uh, Mikiyam. Did I miss anyone? Um, oh, Jeffrey Tambor I, as Melenkov. Yes, we didn't say that already. I said, I said, I did say that. Um, okay, but yeah. And, and so, so like a, a fucking stellar cast of just like good, like comedic actors. Um, it's amazing how they're all like, like <laughs> each one of them is doing this bit 
where they're like I, pretending to give a shit that Stalin is like, like barely clinging to life. Um, but also they're like all overdoing it in a way that's like so embarrassing. So, um, so I want to press pause and, and go back for a second. Cause I, I, I think mm-hmm. this is an interesting moment in the movie, which is Stalin makes everybody stay and watch cowboy movies. Yes. Um, and, and they're all like, God, I, I don't care. I want to, I like, I, he's I like don't outside care. Talking to the fucking, he's outside talking to the fucking city guard and shit. <laughs> well, the other thing is that like, and, and then you get a good shot of like what the characters believe in, which is Khrushchev goes home to his wife and is like, all right, here's everything I said. I gotta, I gotta make sure I didn't fuck up. Uh, and right. is, and is running his jokes by his wife. Um, he, he, well, he's specifically, he's specifically saying what he said and the reaction Stalin had. Yeah. The only reason he's around is because, is because he's funny. And Stalin, the first thing Stalin says in the movie about anyone else is, I love that guy. He's hilarious. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, Bira doesn't even go home. He just goes back to killing people. Yeah. Um, and sexually yeah, he goes to the fucking, girls. Hey, he goes to the gulags hey, and just starts... I didn't know how much of a fucking shit stain Biera uh, was. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Biera yeah. is a monster. Yeah. He's like Bera he's like a, a cartoon yeah. villain in real life. He's like a serial yeah, yeah, yeah. killer. Uh, oh, Biera is insane. a... Biera is like a serial killer Jeffrey Epstein. He's like fucking... All in he's one. like Goebbels. Yeah. He's like fucking Goebbels. Yeah, I, I, I was actually thinking. I, I was actually thinking Goebbels uh, a lot. Yeah, um, the whole time I'm like, they're talking about like how much they loved killing Nazis, and yeah. the whole time Goebbels is fucking standing next to them. I it's insane. I um, oh god, what what, what was I going to say? Uh, I was going to say he looks like somebody, but I for- completely forgot what it was. <laughs> Whatever. He, kind, he kind of looks like um Oh, you know what I was gonna say? He acts like the Carl Rove of the Soviet Union. He is a he is such as Carl Rove because and I mean we will eventually get to this, but at the end of the at the end of the movie he does the Carl he does a Carl Rove thing of like you should all apologize to me for yeah. shooting you in the face. Except the thing the thing yeah. about Carl Rove is um uh, and, and about uh, Biera is Biera actually has a man size safe in his office and actually has human body parts in it, apparently. Yes. Um, yeah, that would make sense. Um, yeah. Well, so, you know, uh, and now we get to a part of the movie, which is uh, just a Three Stooges bit with four more people in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Except... The, the the thing that is happening in this in this bit of like Stalin being incapacitated, everybody waiting around to figure out who is going to do something. Uh Biera getting there and being like, Oh, I gotta do my shady shit first. I, I gotta I gotta like I'm a I'm Berea is like, I'm a supervillain and I'm going to do supervillain shit. And so he's like, yeah, he's calling up the fucking uh oh, what's the name? What's the uh uh the initial NKVD of the- he, he's, the MKVD, he's calling yeah. up the NKVD. He's, like, he, he's calling up MKVD officers, and he's just like, "All right, here's the fucking deal. You're replacing the army. You're uh, you're taking control of the cities. You're locking down fucking Moscow, and we're giving amnesty to a bunch of fucking prisoners." Like, well, the other thing is, and, he's like, "No, we're doing oh, yeah, my yeah, list kill. now. Yeah, we're doing my list. You're killing my people now instead of Stalin's people." Um, 
Um, but the other the other thing that is important about all of this is that Stalin is the architect of his own absolute just destruction here, mm-hmm. um, both realistically and historically, because they're like, well, we killed all of the doctors or put all of them in the gulag because Stalin doesn't trust doctors, which um, basically the the thing about that is I, I did a little bit of research. Uh, you, you, you know, you know how, uh, Russians are famously not good with Jewish people. Stalin famously not good about Jewish people. Um, it's the, the problem with Soviet history is ever is the same problem with, uh, current day news out of China is that everyone has a fucking agenda. Uh, and if you ask uh, people that are modern-day Marxist-Leninists, people will be like, oh, no, the Siberian Jewish oblast was a way to essentially do Zionism within the Soviet Union. And it wasn't, yeah. like, supposed to be... It, it was supposed to be, like, a, you know, kind of, like, maybe, like, a bigoted, but in, like, a paternal way rather than a forced relocation kind of way. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, again, depending nope, on Stalin, who you just ask... Depending on who you ask, like where the policy comes from, it's just like I, I personally think that so, I don't, I'm not a fan. Like, okay, like yeah. I, I, uh-huh. I, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to hide anything or, or talk around it. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Stalin. Um, we can just I, say Stalin. No, no, sucks. Stalin. I've sucks. never, so, like, I've never been a fan of Stalin. Can, let's, I, 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 let's. I've said this on the podcast before that Lenin, you know, Lenin's for a all homie. his flaws. Lenin, for all of his flaws, was a communist. Was Len, a was Len's a yeah. was a socialist and a communist leader for sure. Stalin was a fascist who used communist rhetoric to bring himself to power to make himself Lenin's right hand. Like that's all he was. No, S- Stalin like, um, is like he he's a strongman dictator. Like that that yes. and, like mm-hmm. it, it's it, like it's unfortunate that like it happens in the Soviet Union. It's unfortunate yeah. that it happens. Right at like, at, at a bad time. Like like it's a bad time. Um, it, yeah, it and was, it's unfortunate uh... that. I mean, like I I guess it's like, hey, you know. Uh... the thing that I think is is an important context when talking about the history of the Soviet Union, uh, and something that I always bring up in discussions of it, uh, is you have to think that the critical period of establishing uh, the government of. Uh, the USSR happened and then immediately they were thrust into two world wars. Yeah, no, that's, um, that's the thing that I was, I, I was getting to and was yeah. like trying to talk around is like, I don't know how well Russia could have done without like a psychotic strong man running oh, world war two. Yeah. The best thing Stalin did. Yeah. Go ahead. The best thing Stalin did is, is, is kill the is kill Nazis? Yes, but it's killed Nazis. Well, I was gonna say um, I was gonna say the best thing that Stalin ever did was the Red Army set fucking Hitler on fire. Like, yeah, that's the best thing they ever did. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, it, yeah, no, the, it's important the, historical context to to talk about that, and obviously, the the paranoia and like the amount of like uh, effectively like martial law that comes with like wartime like that, you know. It's some. It's important context, right? Uh, it is, and, and, and I especially mean, it, after immediately after like the critical period of forming the USSR. 
Um, it is also important to think about the the post-war era in which America has basically declared war on Russia right. as the Cold War. Like, right. yeah. uh, I, I th- this is not to excuse anything of Stalin. No. This is just sort of like... It's context. Uh, it, it, yeah, to put context, is like, I, I we talked about it like last week, but like Russia was in a perpetual state of aggressed war in a mm-hmm. way that America was never directly targeted. Right. Um, and so uh for things to be fucked up it's pretty easy especially when like you have i mean i think this is like difficult is that like this is a form of governance that had never existed in the size and structure that it had in the world before yeah. like uh for it to be for it to be fucked up is obvious. Like, de- democracy didn't get a good first go at it. Democracy no. still isn't getting a good first go at it. Yeah, um, that's I, I actually, that's like the the thing that people often um, say is like, oh, well, you know, capitalism, the transition from feudalism to capitalism was so simple, but it was incredibly oh, it bloody. Was not. All the all the all the bourgeois revolution uh, of of like global capital establishing global global capital the french revolution alone right well, yeah i'm but also <laughs> uh as some as somebody who studied like renaissance era shift from like mm-hmm. par, studying renaissance era shift from mercantilism to capitalism um like structurally it's not great for anybody yeah. uh but uh, we can we should probably get back here but um i think the 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 big takeaway from sort of the the scene in which they're trying to round up uh, the only doctors left in town, basically, uh, is that again and again you see these moments where Stalin, by being a strongman dictator, by being in a uh, in a structured government which doesn't like account for incapacitation, doesn't sort of like account for these things, and basically is cultivated on a on a layer of fear that no one is willing or capable to make strong decisive decisions. Um, the soldiers hear him fall in the early, in the, in the evening. They do not, nobody checks on him until the morning. They, they literally say, should we go and investigate? And the other <laughs> one goes, do you want to get us fucking shot? You idiot. And yeah, his like handmaid or whatever she is goes in there and freaks the fuck out. Because uh, he's on the ground, covered in his own piss, and that is the funniest image. That is so funny. Because the sh- like, I'm not saying piss is fun. However, that amount of piss is hilarious. I there mean, is he so much. He pissed his jacket. How the fuck do you piss your jacket? I mean, if you're like, left to live, if you're left to be in a puddle of your own piss overnight, I think you'd find a lot of piss all yeah. in a lot oh, yeah, of yeah, your yeah, True, true, true. Uh, true. And, and also, it's everybody's... Like, every- it's, like, still wet in the morning. Like, he's just been lying there for, like, ten hours, just covered in piss, none of it's dried. So, uh, <laughs> the funny, like, the funny thing is, that's all true. That that is Yo, all yeah, yeah, yeah. that that is all factually historically accurate. Um, the speed at which he passes away is actually not. He's he lasts for three days. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which so he he he. So they yeah. Berea uh, uh, starts enacting a bunch of shit 
while Stalin's incapacitated and just kind of tells Malenkov, like, hey, you're in charge, right? Like, we can just deal with this. No problem. And they throw Stalin in bed. He wakes up and then Berea leaves the room, punches a fucking wall and is interrupted by the two guards that were standing outside of his room. And as they talk to him, uh, I think it's, who is it? It's not Molotov who tells him. No, it, I it, think no, Malenkov walks in next. Like the, the the second person on the scene is Malenkov, then it is Khrushchev. And oh then no no no! no. I'm talking about I'm talking about when he dies. I'm talking about when he dies. Oh, um, I think was it was that Kaganovich or Mikiam? It doesn't one of those matter. two. Like it was one of those two. It, it was, basically it was one of the ones that wasn't Khrushchev, wasn't Malenkov, wasn't Molotov because they're the important ones later. It was one of the other ones who was just like, hey, fucking Stalin's dead. And that's it. And then, oh, it, it wouldn't have been Mo- It wouldn't have been Molotov because he was not uh, there at that yes, point. Yes, it wouldn't because, have been. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, because he wasn't he, invited. He, 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 he wasn't invited because he was on the death list. He, he was supposed to be dead. <laughs> um, I, I think, I mean, uh, the, the next interesting part is uh, just like every great man, uh, he is flocked by his fail children. Uh, Stalin is. Uh, yeah. I, so Svetlana, uh, who plays her? Uh, she was fantastic. Uh, Svetlana is Andrea Rosenbaum. Yes. Or Rosenbaum. Fantastic. She's yeah. fantastic throughout this movie. Riseboro. Uh, Riseboro? Sorry. Riseboro? Uh, yeah. pronouncing names, bad. I'm bad at it. Uh, I I wrote down all the fucking Russian names because even though they're world leaders and I should just know their fucking names, no, it is insane no. how many names are just no. said and then never referenced again. Uh, no. Also, it's Russian. Uh, yes. Also, Ugh. maybe not always the best Russian. Um, yeah. uh, specifically, like, <laughs> they say Vasily like eight different ways in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, every everybody just it's it's free reign. Like just uh, just so yeah, just run with it. Svetlana, Svetlana Stalina is uh, great in this. She's the like, she is. I can't tell throughout this movie what she knows about her father. Like, and I think that's on purpose. Is like, she sees Stalin the way the public is supposed to see Stalin. As, she's like, she's this, just like, like this is th- this is my incredibly powerful father who just is like, you know. They like constantly throughout the movie, people are like, "We're going to protect you," and she's like, "From what? Like, what the fuck are you talking well, about?" She 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 waffles from "You're going to protect me from what?" to "Oh, you think you're going to protect me?" Yeah, exactly. Well, because I, I because I think she knows enough to know that she is a political pawn at this point. Um, mostly by the fact that once uh, Vasily shows up and is a alcoholic Insane. mess. Yes. Uh, Vasily is... Um, I gotta ask, John, you said you did a little bit of research about this. Yeah. Was Vasily just like that? Well, so the thing is that from what I understand, and again, this is just some quick Wikipediaing, um, Vasily mostly became an alcoholic after his father's death as as before right um i uh, think I, I think in general um he's a bit of a fail son also oh. not 
not the best uh, home life because, uh, as they allude to in the movie, uh, Stalin's wife took her own life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it's, I wish I could remember her name. Um, I know a little bit about that. Like, uh, it the, was the, during... The sick thing is that uh, the, the the sick thing is, um, you know, Vasily just. I mean the the actual uh, that that plane crash happened. Um, yeah, yeah. It didn't happen. It didn't yeah, happen that year, but uh, they're it talking happens. about the national. They're trying to train the national hockey league in Russia. <laughs> they're all terrible. Who is and... the guy that plays? Uh, Vasily. Uh, so uh, that Rupert is... Friend. Rupert Friend. Yeah. That's a great job just being so good. fucking oh, fail son. Fantastic. Oh, um, my, he's, he, he's he gives, he gives big, uh, Trump Jr. vibes, um, throughout <laughs> uh, this movie. It, it, you know, uh, to, to, to put him in, to put him in his play, uh, to put him in his place, he is Mr. Wickham from the 2005 Pride and Prejudice. Yes. Um, uh, and he, well cast yeah um i want to jump ahead a little bit because most of this movie is just a lot of political back and forth um and yeah we're not going to get anywhere talking about jeffrey tambor and and uh, uh steve buscemi like bickering in a hallway um it's I mean, fantastic it, well, like the the biggest thing we could say is we recommend this movie like absolutely watch this right movie. i i do think um one of the things that uh i kind of want to create i want to give context to is that Khrushchev is the progressive model. Like, like he, he is a progressive. Um, it doesn't always show in the film. Uh, I think he, you know, I mean, obviously everybody shows off as being they, a political climber. They, so they show it in the film, but only, like, they only, like, show it faltering at the very end. Like, the whole movie, he's like, why the fuck are we, like, why the fuck are we still listening to Stalin? Why the fuck are we still trying to do this shit? Yeah, he's like, well, we should probably stop putting people in, you know, we, we should stop the arrest, we should stop all of this stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the problem is that, like, um, Biera, as the, as the sort of fascist, like, the next guy in fascism, because that's what he is. He's He's the evil fascist who's like, Ooh, I get to do my evil shit now. Oh, he, I've been I've been in the background. He specifically talks about how like when Stalin rose to power, he did all this crazy shit that people loved. And that's true. That is what happened. Stalin did a bunch of crazy shit after Lenin died that people were like, "Oh, okay, I guess I guess we're still going to have like Lenin-style like socialism." And then like <laughs> A year after the war, he's like fucking murdering people in the street. Um, uh, but I, I will say that like Khrushchev is known as being one of the most positively and fondly looked upon uh, Soviet leaders of all time. Um, while many of his like reforms didn't actually last due to other people. Uh, Khrushchev is oft is often seen, especially in retrospect, as being a very progressive and good leader. Um, and so I, I mean, I I do think that you know choosing Steve Buscemi as kind of like a put upon guy who's just trying to get deals done 
is is a yeah. good way of showing that. But I don't always think that like you know you get to see how much of a quote unquote good guy he is, as opposed to just setting up the most monstrous man in the world to get knocked down. Yeah, um, um, this whole movie is about Berea. The whole movie is about him. Pretty much. Because um, he's just like doing his little ploys and pitting everyone against each other and getting blackmail on everyone. Like, yeah, the first thing he does when he gets alone in Stalin's room is he grabs a file, cuts a window, like cuts a pane out of the window, throws it to his like lieutenant and is like, take this shit and go. After burning a and, few other papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, wild. Well, I mean, you know, I, I think this is also a really good way to set up that, um, he, he's basically the head of the police. He, he is the, yeah. yes. he is the chief of police. Of the uh, secret police. Yeah, of the secret police. Yeah. He's, he's double policed. Um, yeah. and I think this is like a really great way of being like, yeah, and the police only exist to serve themselves in this yeah. in this instance. Um, I want to uh, I want to fast forward a little bit to the actual funeral. Um, sure. The funeral is holy shit! Like everything about the funeral is wild. Uh, the first, like, so uh, um, Khrushchev is put in charge of planning the funeral while Beria is like. He's still in charge of the police, but uh, Melenkov is like, yeah, let's just put him as the second in command. Like, who gives a shit? And everyone's like, whoa! Um, well, so, I, I mean, I do think there's a really good moment um, in the way that the committees are run. Yes. Um, mostly because uh, the, like, the problem with the committee structure, the, the way they have it is, you see people go like, I don't want to vote for this. And then everybody go like, hmm, you're voting for it or you're, so <laughs> you're going to, or the, that yeah, will be the no issue. The, thi the thing is that it's every vote by the committee. And this, I know this is true. Uh, I don't know a lot, but every vote was committed. Every vote by the committee was done unanimously. Um, and that's because politically they could not afford to say no to something another member wanted because anytime you say no to another member suddenly everyone is at each other's throats and that is the fucking plot of this movie um, um yeah so i love the, the i love the council scenes because it's always just like everyone looking at each other deciding whether to raise their hand or not so uh, um, the, uh, Mo Molotov <laughs> has a great moment of just talking in circles and everybody being like, <laughs> yeah. do I, do I say yes? Do I say, do I, I say no? Does this mean yes? Does this mean no? I, so, I don't uh, know. Right before the funeral happens, there's a wonderful scene where the police are taking over like, the gulags. And um, this is, this is a, a, a real thing that happened in the gulags where, you know, you're put on the firing line and before you're shot, people would just say long live Stalin. Um, my second favorite line of the movie, long live Stalin! Stalin's dead, Malenko's in charge. Long live Malenko! Boom! Uh, uh, and, then, and, then, and then a guy shows up, he's like, yeah. no, 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 we're not killing Hold people on, anymore. And, Stop! And, and the, we're not killing people. And then you see the line of people after that guy are just like, huh. Uh, uh, what do uh, I do okay. now? I guess. And I don't know. specifically, it's a 
the, it's a guy who we saw get arrested earlier after he was ratted out by his son. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. That guy goes back oh, yeah, well, to that, his son. That guy, yes. And then he gives him the look of like, you fucked up, kid. You fucking ratted me out. Uh, so at the funeral, um, we meet um, my personally favorite character of the movie. You, you meet the Chad. We meet Zukov, uh, a fucking champion. We've talked about this on the show. Um, Zukov is the general of the Red Army, and um, in the movie, he is covered in fucking so many medals and pins and shit. It's absurd how many pins this dude has. Expertly played by Jason Isaacs. Yeah, just played by Jason Isaacs. Fantastic. And, um,. Uh, yeah, there was a, a a meme going around that was like, surely this was a joke made for the movie. No, no, they had to tone down how many medals this dude had because he he had so many that it was impractical for Jason Isaacs to wear that many medals and still be able to move and act. Uh, but yeah, um, he is... My favorite thing about this movie is that they don't do russian accents they don't attempt to do this movie it's very it's also very jarring hearing someone with a british accent uh, and they're just like yeah they have a russian name jeffrey tambor and and uh uh, um buscemi buscemi thank you jeffrey tambor and buscemi are in this and they sound crazy because buscemi's got that thick fucking new york accent and buscemi sounds like i mean i mean and tambor sounds like tambor yeah, they're and all just like they're all just British. using their own voice. Yeah, it, it, I love it. I personally love I, it because I hate it when movies do that shit. There's a just hilarious, pretend. there's a hilarious moment in the committee scene when you look up and there's just an English printed exit sign. Yes. <laughs> or um, it's like, guys, uh, you you just gave up, didn't you? So Jason Isaacs is almost fucking Scottish. He's so northern in this. It's insane. He's he also just here Z- to chew scenery. Yeah, he the way he plays Zukov is like fucking um oh, what's his name from Crank? <laughs> Jason Statham? Yes, he plays it like Jason Statham. I'm not kidding. He's he's you fucking <laughs> Yeah, no, every he's, time he, he talks he's to a somebody, chap. it's a Every time he talks to somebody, it's a sexual innuendo. He's grabbing people by the balls. He's talking about fucking people in the ass. Like, he's talking about war stories. And um, at one point in the movie, and uh, Khrushchev walks up to him and he's like, haha, yeah. And then he plants the flag in Hitler's bunker or he punches the bear in the face. Either way, he's a war hero. Let's fucking move. And like, so good. Um, right. And then he's like, you know, it wasn't Hitler's bunker. It was, it was Goebbels. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, at the funeral, we meet Zukov and um, immediately, yeah, he's chewing the scenery and he's like, why the fuck are all my, why the fuck is my military out, uh, you know, out of commission? Why are you putting your people in front? And this is where everyone starts realizing that uh, Berea is like, you know, fucking evil. Well, and Berea is also like, I... Bria, Bria uh, angers every socialist and every person who is neurodivergent by saying, I stop the trains. Yeah. <sighs> uh, never stop the trains. What are you doing? Never. And Buscemi's like, the trains are my thing. You don't get yeah. to do the trains. The trains are mine. Yeah. Uh, so 
during the funeral, we see um, that that Beria invited the fucking uh, priests to the funeral, which is a huge thing because, of course, Soviet Soviet Russia Bolshevism is well. Bolshevism was yeah, a, it's a huge thing about anti 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 religion. Yeah, um, I mean, also and, <clears throat> the 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 orthodoxy and everything around it is. Uh, yeah, a very they... fraught, complicated thing that can go fuck it. Like Russian Orthodox priests and the way that yeah, yeah. they ingratiated themselves in czarist Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of really good reasons why uh, any socialist or any like good communist and oh, absolutely. That was a leftover. That was a leaveover from Lent. Like, is it? Isn't that a? Um, isn't like like a kulak situation? Meaning, do you know you know the kulaks? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, the kulaks were I um um were peasants, quote unquote. But um, basically, the way that the uh you know when um they wanted to centralize uh, agriculture and agricultural planning um and do uh all that good stuff. Um, basically there was like a, a class essentially of land owning peasants, um, that, uh, were called the Kulaks and essentially they were deposed of, um, because they're, they were just like, Hey, this is our land. You can't, you know, uh, use it. So I was asking, is it like a uh, pseudo classist thing? I, it is it is a classist thing in that um, much like I think the French Revolution, where the church owned like, I mean in France the church owned like a third of all land in France, um, pre-revolution. Mm-hmm. I, I do believe that it is a similar situation in which, um, I mean, the priests ran like ba- basically the priests sort of like, uh, because of the way that the theocracy worked in um czarist russia like priests were your kind of like on the ground enforcers for social norms um okay i mean the let's be clear the only reason rasputin lasted that long like as long as he fucking lasted was because he was like a priest yeah well he i mean he was a priest he also uh was kind of rasputin had a lot of things going on uh, we're, oh we're yeah, no, he was right. fucking. He was fucking. He was fucking. He was the, fucking everybody. Yeah, he um, was fucking everybody. But the point being is that he commanded power purely yeah. because he was part of the church. Like that's it. And I, I also think the you know uh, the sway that the church had over over the peasantry of Russia um, could also be seen as like a political threat in in and of itself. And yeah. That is why, like, hey, uh, religion is like a very complicated thing. But and, but regardless, regardless, yeah. um, the committee is like standing around Stalin's body. Like, why the fuck are the priests here? And like, it, there's so much miscommunication, and like, no one. It, like, Berea says he did it, but then Molotov is like, Khrushchev, why did you invite them? And it's a whole thing. And then that is interrupted by Vasily. Um, who um, is drunk as shit and is doing saying, conspiracy theories? My favorite line of the movie. He runs into this room full of diplomats, and is it is it 
China, Korea, who is it that he's like? It yelling? would be China. It, it would be China, China because okay. I, I believe that would be the Maoist delegation. Yes. He talks, he's talking to, yeah, the Maoists, and um, he he's basically like, these men cut my father's brain out of his head. Oh, that's another scene. They, like, oh, like as so, soon as Stalin's dead, they, like, they perform an autopsy on him where they cut his brain out. Um, uh, which, so, like, why? Why the it's, brain? It's I, I believe thing. that is part of the embalming process. It um, is. It what is, the fuck? That is the first thing you do in embalming, is you cut the brain out, because the brain is... Dude, that's, it's, speaking, that's all fat. That's all, like, yeah, that's gonna rot real fast. It's the largest, it is the largest solid piece of, of organ in your body. That thing will, like, it is a solid piece of wet meat, and uh, yeah. if you don't cut it out, if you don't cut it out of the head, it fucking, it, like, head cheese is a thing because of the brain. Like, that's what that is. Um, and also the the Chinese delegation included, because um, uh, I'm just looking at it, uh, would would have included uh, Zhao Enlai, uh, oh, okay. who was the first premier of uh, China. Cool. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, Vasily goes in there and says, "My favorite line of the movie." Um, they they are uh, they cut my father's brain out and they are selling it to Americans. Uh, <laughs> They are sucking the cocks and balls of, because uh, as, as he's talking, this guy is translating. He's like sucking the cocks and balls of New York Zionist queers in petticoats, um, fully some shit that, and then some shit that Trump would say today. Like, and then and then and then someone comes in. I forget who is just like, hey, don't 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 translate any of that. Don't translate. Don't, it's don't, Khrushchev. Yeah. Khrushchev yeah. is like, don't translate that. Don't translate that. Go, 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 go. go. Get out of here. Go, go, go. Uh, go Khrushchev does that, and then um, Zukov just gut punches him and is like, shut the fuck up. You're yeah. a fucking disgrace to that uniform. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, I get Because, I mean, Zukov would have been like, oh, I, fi- I finally get to discipline this fail son. Yeah. He's finally yeah. part of my army well, now, the, and he's not, up, he's not Stalin's kid. Thing- the fucked up thing about Vasily is that he was in the Air Force during World War II. He was flying planes in World War II. And, like, the fact that it, they, the fact that he's, like, I mean, obviously, again, I don't know. I don't know shit about this. I don't know how much of this is real. Um, but the fact that, like, he's gotten this far <laughs> like, is amazing. Um, amazing. Um, after, so, uh, um, the, basically during the funeral, uh, uh, well, I guess it's a procession. I don't know. It, the, the three days in the hall thing is really confusing. Um, they, cause the whole thing is that they have to leave the body in the building for three days before they, you know, drag it out and bury it. Well, I mean, so part of that is because you have the time in which the funeral starts and then there's at least a day for the trains to run. And then there is yeah. the, the first or second night in which uh, a, over a thousand people are shot and killed in the streets of in the streets of Moscow. Yes, uh, yes. but attempting. I'm talking about that, those those little things that they throw in there, like the red screens. That's from Stalin's book of how to run a government. And mm-hmm. he talks about how, in the event of my death, this is what will happen. And so, in order, it's like, there will be a, you know, y- you know, this person will become the new head of state. This will happen. 
and the body will be left in the building for three days. Um, and yes, uh, 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 Khrushchev is like, you fucking stop the trains, start the trains back up. And yeah, uh, 1,500 people die in the streets because the police are just like, I don't know what to fucking do. Shoot him. Like, <laughs> um, and, and, and now starts the, the important part where everybody realizes that Bera is, is going to kill all of them. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because he, he has a, he has an emotional flip out and goes, I have, I have dirt yeah. on all of you. Dirt on all of you. You're all insane. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, um, oh, and but he also tries to butter everyone's fucking wheels. And he's like, hey, Molotov, I brought your fucking wife back from the dead. And yeah, but uh, he also. Uh, 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 th- but the horrible thing is, I brought your wife back from the dead, but I also probably sexually assaulted her. Yeah, I probably also like, you know, sexually assaulted her. Uh, he like tries to get um, Svetlana. He like she's like into the movie director whose name I can't remember. Um, and uh, um, she's like a big fan of him. And <laughs> and she's like, please, I, I loved him. He was beautiful. Korea, bring him back for me. And he's like, okay. And then comes back to her later and is like, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, I, I tried my best. There is no moment in which he is trying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so basically, um, yeah, Khrushchev, uh, Molotov, and I, is it, yeah, yeah, Khrushchev, Molotov, and Zukov all are like, we're killing Guria, like, we're fucking murdering him, and we need to get everyone on, on our side now, um, so the day of the funeral, like, the actual funeral procession happens, and Khrushchev is just like, like getting everyone he possibly can to sign and the and um the only person he hasn't like gotten a firm agreement on is Milenkov um because he likes being in power and Berea put him in power <laughs> like, yeah but but Milenkov is in this entire thing a spineless piece of shit yes um one of my favorite uh, uh, uh scenes in the movie is Berea walks up to him uh, after he's getting his picture taken, um, and uh, he's like, eh, "You, you fucking, you let Coco, Coco Chanel take a shit on your head," because he's like, he, his hair is like all super quaffed and gelled and shit. Well, a- also take- throughout the throughout the movie, his hair has gotten progressively blacker and blacker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He he. Uh, is this the girdle uh, scene? This is the girdle before, scene, yes. This is uh, this is right I've talked yes, the girdle scene, but also right before the girdle scene. He takes Berea out of the room and he says, Don't you ever fucking embarrass like as he's trying to be firm, like he's trying to do the Stalin thing of like, you're a fucking dickhead, go fuck yourself. He's like, Don't embarrass me in front of uh, 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 them. I'm I'm supposed to be in charge. And Berea's just like, sure, man, whatever. Um, like you're, you're yeah, giving it such a good you're, you're, you're trying so got, hard buddy he's got tassels coming out of the back of his shirt and he's like are you wearing a fucking corset he's like it's a girl I have a bad back it's function over pole and Bria's like it suits you and that's and, and M- Malenkov is immediately like yeah I, I'm 
I'll bend. I'll bend over for you. Do whatever you need. I'll do whatever you need me to do. <laughs> like, yeah. And I mean, then Mal- the, ne- the rest of the movie gets spent making corset jokes. Yeah, it gets spent yeah. making corset jokes. It also <clears throat> just gets spent with like him being progressively more and more vain. Like the picture of um, how, <laughs> how sharp do you want your cheekbones, sir? <laughs> There's two. It's like sharp, not sharp. Sharp, sharp not, not sharp. sharp. And, and he's like, I want that picture burned. <laughs> no, no, he says destroyed. That's what he says. I want that picture destroyed. <laughs> Uh, and like, if you if you look up Malenkov, those pictures were real. Like, you can find them; they're crazy. Ma- I mean, Malenkov has his... a very doughboy face. I will say that I'm looking at and a picture the way of him right his now. fucking lips look crazy. Uh, yeah. And again, as all of this is just happening, um, you're just sort of experiencing, uh, like Steve Buscemi is just having a very manic episode during all of this. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, there's a point, it's earlier on, but Boucher, like, like, Khrushchev runs up, like, a 15 flights of stairs, uh, to, to get, to, to try and, like, pander to Molotov before anybody else can get to him. Yeah, and, and then that's the scene where Maria brings his wife in, uh, and is like, yes, it was, it was false. She was a traitor to the Soviet, there's another good scene. She was a traitor to the Soviet Union, and... All the evidence was fabricated <laughs> because she walks in. Um, um, and and again, basically, any time that Berea is not in front of the council, he is in a a tight jail cell, just with men killing people around him, uh, and then alternating in and he's, out. He's having sex with children. Is yeah, like what he's doing. And so, then killing them. Yeah, well, okay, he's not. No, no, he no, no, kill, no, no. He, he doesn't, doesn't kill. kill them. That's the fucked up thing. Is he has sex with them and then sends them home to their parents. So the thing he, that he does, there's uh, been there's been skeletons uh, recovered near his uh, estate oh, of children. He, he's specifically he, the ones we see in the movie are. Yeah. No, I'm, so, I'm talking about the Burry in real life. So yeah. uh, there's a there's a scene that is that is reminiscent of the real life thing. In which uh, he hands the girl a uh, bouquet of flowers, or one of the guards hands her a bouquet of flowers, um, and based on the real life events, uh, that was to quote unquote show that it was a consensual uh, tryst. Yeah. Oh, yep. God. Um, I, I let's just say <laughs> that is like that is like bare minimum of the shit I would like to talk about, about Maria. Like, I don't want to talk anymore about this. Yeah, oh no, we're, we're, we're done. Please, we're, we're done. Begging, we're, begging we're done. you all to watch this fucking movie if you're listening to this right now. Watch um, this movie. You'll understand what we say, what we mean when we say Maria is a fucking super villain. Literally fucking, like, Lex Luthor I mean, he is basically shit. the head of the Russian CIA. So, yes. Uh, so, you know, it's right there. It's it's right there. I like, make the connections the one, you want to make. Um, it wasn't just that he was in charge of the gulags. He was the one in there beating the shit out of prisoners, trying to tell them, like trying to get information from them. Yeah, it, no. Th- this is this is a you know this is a lunch pail sociopath. He he yeah. is in there every single day doing the work nine to five. Sometimes even later on the weekends. This is the kind of guy who who really just takes takes a lot of stock and joy in his work, um, and his work is being the most perverse monster yeah. 
uh, in maybe yeah. in, in modern history. Um, yeah. So uh, the reason we got into that is because the final act of this movie is Berea's uh, state-sanctioned murder, essentially. Um, Zukov is just like, fuck it, I've, you know, it's the funeral. All of the military is going to be in Moscow. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to fucking kidnap Maria. You're going to sign the fucking proceeding and we're going to kill him. And um, it all, it's so quick how it happens. They sit down to have a meeting and Berea immediately understands what's happening. And he tries to signal the guards. That doesn't work. Uh, uh, Khrushchev reaches across the table, smacks the button that's under there. A light goes on in the bathroom and Zukov and like eight dudes rush in, grab him uh, and just start beating the shit out of him. They I mean, take I, his belt off so that he can't run away because it's hard to run away when your pants are falling down. I think one of one of my favorite moments and just you know a great painting of Zukov is him opening up a trench coat and saying, "Which one of these girls do you want to take? Uh, which one of these girls do you want to take to the dance tonight?" Yeah, he's got two. He's got two fucking AKs just in his, in his coat. <laughs> um, and he's he's just like, yeah, no, we're we're he, he he again. Like I said, he is a very alpha giga Chad. Um, in this movie, uh, which I guess is the inherent fascism of enjoying uh, a military, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah, they so they basically have like the quickest trial in the world. Uh, read off his accusations. Um, I will say the horrible things he did to women, uh, was not part of his actual trial. And in fact, something that didn't come to light till after his, his death. Um, yes. Unfortunately. Um, but yeah, they, um, yeah, they like to start listing names, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I, I think, you know, uh, this is, this is a moment where, um, the, 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 the boys are like, uh, We've basically just been living in fear of this man for the last like twenty years. Yeah, they were, well, they've been living in fear of Stalin, who Berea was just the fucking evil like extension of Stalin, the Karl well, Rovov, if you will. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I would say yes. that like <laughs> Berea <laughs> definitely, definitely knew how to play the game in such a way that. That, you know, you could be like, ah, I feel like two-thirds of this list stuff is just stuff that Berea wanted to do and just, like, got yeah, Stalin oh, to sign 100%. off. Yeah, 100%. On. The second you see, Again, Karl like, Rov. Uh, yeah, the second he's like, oh, by the way, um, we're replacing the list with my list. Like, that's immediately like, oh, the the gulags were him. Um, yeah. My, uh, 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 a very wonderful... Uh, portrayal i mean like uh, uh if you want someone to play a villain simon russell peel is a fantastic villain um as as they like as they like they take him to a fucking like shack <laughs> like it's like it's, it's like a garage they, it's like a they, they take garage. him to the stables they they, they yeah. take him to the stables and are just like well for your crimes of treason and treachery and all this shit uh, we sentence you to death by, sh- by sh- we sentence you to death by shooting, and they pick him up, and there's all this chaos going on, but specifically, Berea just starts like crying and like freaking out. It's the first like 
time he's been vulnerable this whole movie. Even yeah. when he was like yelling at them and threatening them with blackmail and shit, like even then he wasn't vulnerable. He had like a moment of faltering like emotion, but he's still the most commanding presence in that committee. Um, and suddenly, now that he's being held by, you know, the Russian general and his and his goons, he like he freaks out. He starts. He's like, "Oh my god! I this is gonna happen. I'm gonna die." Um, like even while while they punch him in the face and rip his belt off and force him to hold his pants up. Like, even then, he's like, I'm gonna cut your fucking face off, I'm gonna skin you alive. And, like, five minutes later, he's crying, and the only on-screen death in the movie is them getting him, like, half an inch out the door and putting a cap between his eyes. Well, I, I think the moment before that is actually very telling um, yes. and, and reflective on, on right now, which is, uh, Biera goes, you're, you're the pedophile. You're the pedophile. Like, like he he takes every accusation and just throws it back yes. at at the at the at, at these guys. You're um, the traitor. At, you're you're uh, you know I'm the hero of of Russia. You're the traitor. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Which I mean, again, you know, is is, is how conservatives work. Like, yeah. it's yeah. you know, it's it's the mirror conservatism where it's like, Protection. no, I'm I'm none of these things. How, how could I be any of these things? It's you. Your all projection. It's always projection every right. time. Yeah. It's like no, I've I've done nothing wrong. You're the monsters. You're all the monsters. Uh and yeah, they they kill him and they kill him, set him on fire, another stellar line. Fuck off back to Georgia, dead boy. Um good line. I just like that line a lot. Um, um, and, and then and, Steve Buscemi, um, Khrushchev is like, hands a letter to Svetlana and is like, you're going to Vienna and Vasily is staying here. Now in real life, uh, Vasily dies like two years later. <laughs> yeah. V Vasily, uh, is in and out of prison, uh, charged with like anti-communist, stuff and then basically just alcohols himself to death yeah uh he does not last very long ironically malenkov is the one who outlasts everyone i believe because he dies in 88 um but yeah oh fucking wild um the uh um The the latter the last like five the last like minute of this movie. actually no it Svetlana lasts the longest she dies in oh, 2011. Oh okay Svetlana lasts the longest okay. I mean but she uh, is probably I, I meant, the, I meant, she she, I she is the, the youngest I, yeah, yeah 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 I meant out of the committee um because because the latter five minutes of this movie or I guess the last scene of this movie is literally just like three years later. Khrushchev is in power after, uh, after making ever after demoting everyone else on the committee, he's in charge, and then he is taken out in, out of power in like uh, sixty three, I think. It's either um, sixty three or sixty five. Yeah. Um, and uh, what's the name of his successor? Uh, so that would be Brezhnev, I believe. Brezhnev. Yeah, Brezhnev. 
Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> they have... Leonid Lilich Brezhnev. Yeah, Brezhnev. They, have, they, say, they say he would be uh, seated from power by Brezhnev, who is sitting behind him. He looks at him for a second, smiles, and then the movie cuts the black and credits roll. Um, brilliant, brilliant little bit of storytelling there. I love so, that. So, I, I want to say uh, the other interesting thing about Khrushchev that is not in this movie, but Khrushchev... Is is it a big is a big uh, America boo? He, yes. He like uh, he he's he he had like a weird fascination with corn. <laughs> like he he yeah. had an obsession with corn. He tried not to the pr- band. He, he tried to uh, plant it in Siberia. It would be weird yeah. if it was if it was uh, if it was the band. But um, because they didn't exist yet. Can I tell you um, my favorite uh, thing? Um, yeah, that is please. related to Stalin. Yeah, please. So if you're not aware of um, the former president of the Soviet of Soviet Yugoslavia, uh, Joseph uh, Tito. Um, so Tito was kind of like a weird market socialist in a lot of ways um, and kind of uh, spent the entirety of the Cold War essentially playing both sides of receiving aid from uh, the Soviet bloc and also from um, the West. Um, Stalin obviously uh, hated this and uh, sent multiple assassins um, to kill Tito on multiple different occasions. Um, (laughs) It got to the point where Tito himself sent a message to Stalin and said, uh, stop sending assassins to kill me. If you don't, I'll send one to Moscow, and I will not need to send another. Damn. <laughs> um, I, so, uh, one one thing that that should be said uh, is that in real life, Biera actually ran the country for a couple of months. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but you know, obviously, uh, it's it's well, not an also- interesting. It's that's not an interesting because, movie. That's that's also because Stalin, because uh, they did do it the day of the, the funeral. Still, didn't they? I believe so, but um. that was that was the thing. Was like they did what they did with Lenin, which was they left the body out for fucking like, for months. They they, like, in the movie, like he dies, and then the next shot after he's dead is them cutting open his head and taking his brain out. Right. B- um, basically um, from March to June is right. uh, how long he is in power. Yeah. Um, and by him, you mean Lankov. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. I, I'm saying yeah. quote unquote, Malenkov was in power, which means Biero was in power. Yeah. I mean, did we have anything else we wanted to to say uh other than me I, just being like yeah no khrushchev khrushchev good guy uh <laughs> khrushchev is an okay uh, guy khrushchev uh did his best i i mean i would say any any world leader who uh doesn't vaporize america in a hailstorm of nuclear missiles during uh the bay of pigs gets a gets a thumbs up on my my uh yeah yeah. Um, I mean, also, uh, uh, Espe- you know, Soviet uh, 
Sino-Soviet split, that's not the greatest. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, hey, look, I can't say that, uh, like, look, I'm not here to sign off on everything he did, but I do think, uh, especially, like, as a reformer, um, as somebody who, like, better. yeah. I was just going to say, could there have been better people post-Stalin? Absolutely. Did we get the best person we could have gotten? Probably. I mean, fuck. Probably, considering, like, he was also one of the least corrupt uh, out of the the post-Stalin leaders. I mean, yes, he, he, cli- he was, like, the ladder climber, but, like, fucking, as far as I'm aware, just from the fucking Wikipedia hopping I've been doing this whole episode. Uh-huh, um, yeah, no, me too. I... I can't find like nearly as much like like scummy grabs for shit. I mean, obviously Molotov was a fucking was just sucking Stalin's dick, but uh, well, the other thing is Molotov was also uh like uh war t- he 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 was part of the wartime council uh that connected with uh Churchill and Churchill was like that dude scares me. Yeah. Uh which to, to to scare a man who is not afraid to uh, genocide is pretty impressive, I think. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else? Yeah, anything I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't like Stalin. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a, I don't have yeah. Stalin, love for the man. Stalin fucking sucks. Yeah. Stalin, Stalin sucks, um, and I guess it's the hard part. Like, a lot of people who, you know, believe in communism only really have a handful of countries to look at as, like, being impressive or uh, ha- having meaning um, because, like, America keeps destroying all of the good ones, and... What we're left with are the ones that uh, got nuclear weapons. Um, yeah, pretty much. And you the know, hey, the ones that got nuclear weapons are thanks to Russia. So, yeah. pretty much, yeah. Because yeah. um, America yeah. wasn't about to share that secret. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I think the hard, the hard part here is being like, you know, we we respect the the Soviet experiment as an experiment and an attempt um but we do not uh look at it with uh rose-colored glasses or we attempt not to yeah Um, i mean i i think i you know obviously this movie is is taken from like a a western perspective so i do think that it very maybe very much uh, uh, yeah uh doesn't always get the you know get the right message out but I, i do think um it is you know, uh, a, a telling story about the the issues of consolidated power and um, what happens when you run countries uh, on fear and, and remember, uh, just round up people and kill them. Remember, folks, when you're trying to create a communist utopia, uh, don't also try to be a fucking czarist utopia. Yeah, don't try to kill um, everyone around you for having a slightly differing opinion. Yeah. Yeah, that would just make you a Republican. Um, 
And with that, <laughs> I've been your ha- hello, ha- hello, fellow communist host, John. Um, I don't know what the bit is, but I'm Avery, I guess. And I've been your Pride mm-hmm. Month discourse host, Anna. Horse host? What? Discourse. I don't understand. What is happening? Pride, Pride Month <laughs> okay. discourse. The Jungle Shop. Oh, I thought you said. I thought you said. I thought you said Pride Month horse. No. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, you just kept cutting. You just kept cutting out at the most uh, convenient times for it to sound like you're just a horse person, which was our last uh, movie, not this movie. I was gonna say, John, if you could do me a huge favor and just cut that so it sounds like I said Pride Pride Month horse. Yeah, uh, and then never explain it. That'd be awesome. Or you could just replace it with uh, with Anna saying Pride Month horse just then. I've been Anna, your Pride Month horse host. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at Conditional M. Go to our website, podgoblin.cool. Send us an email. I don't fucking know. Um, and yeah. remember... <laughs> it could always be worse. It, it could, could always, always be worse. Be worse.